the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You can watch The Bruce Hooley Show as it takes place live, unscripted, uh, on the 989theanswer Facebook page or The Hooley Show Facebook page. You can send us a message on Facebook. Aaron is uh, studiously monitoring the Facebook and controlling the camera angles. Thank you, Aaron. He also posts the show content on the podcast at 989theanswer.com right after the show in half-hour increments. Easy for you to uh, have it as a way to accompany you on your neighborhood walk or your workout, uh, 989theanswer.com always affords you the chance to listen to the show live, or you can take us with you on the iHeartTuneInRadio.com app or download our app, The Answer app. Search 989FM, The Answer. We've been talking about Waukesha, Wisconsin, and the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict and what happened Friday afternoon and the vitriolic reaction to Rittenhouse being found not guilty. It's not a lot different than... Some of the reaction, well, the reaction after the O.J. Simpson verdict years and years ago. Uh, some of the reaction after the Derek Chauvin verdict. I thought Derek Chauvin didn't get um, a fair trial. I don't think that all of the charges applied to him. Not all of them. Um, when you read what first, second, third degree murder are, the charges he was charged with, second and third degree murder. But I don't want to litigate that. What I want to do is talk about the source of all this discord is hatred and anger that blinds people to perspective and blinds people to understanding the necessity for shared values and respect for a system, the jury system in this country. Okay. I hated the OJ verdict. Any thinking person realizes OJ Simpson got away with murder, but we didn't throw the system out because we didn't like the verdict. We can't do that. We don't have a better system. A lot of the people like to complain. They never have a better system for what they'd like to complain for. But what troubles me is once the system is employed, you don't even have to agree that it works, but once it's employed to continue to traffic in lies, I mean, I can't tell you the number of times I heard of the weekend, Kyle Rittenhouse carried an illegal gun across state lines. That's just not true. If you want to convict Kyle Rittenhouse because the Wisconsin law did not allow him to do what he did, okay, fine, do that. But to continue to find him guilty for something he did not do, which is A, have an illegal weapon, B, take it across state lines. See, I don't like when people lie to me. And I not only don't like it when they lie to me, I wonder, what's going on here? Why are they lying to me? Why can't they make their point without telling me the truth? If you tell me uh, the video does not show that Kyle Rittenhouse acted in self-defense, well, we can talk about that. We can look at that. We can debate that. We can work through that. But when you tell me, you know, he took a gun across state lines, first of all, so what? 
if that's against the law, it might be for a minor. But he didn't. The gun was in Wisconsin. But I don't want to get caught up in the nuances of that. People who continue to parrot this thing that he was found innocent because he's white. And that this means, and here's, here's somebody on the uh, steps of the courthouse uh, after, well, I mean, let's, no, let's go with a, a no less authority than Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson is the head of the NAACP in the United States, not in Wisconsin, not in Kenosha. He's the head of the NAACP all over the country. And this was his reaction on CBS to Kyle Rittenhouse being found not guilty by a jury of his peers. It's hard for African Americans to reconcile what we witnessed in that trial. We have far too many individuals sitting in jail for crimes they didn't commit or overcharged for crimes that were committed. And here you have a 17-year-old who illegally purchased a gun, traveled across state lines to protect property that was not his for owners who did not invite him, and he put himself in harm's way based on the rhetoric that he's seen on social media platforms. Well, the current political environment has allowed for this type of behavior. The prior administrations opened the door, and many individuals who operate under the banner of white supremacy have run through the door. But there is no evidence of, of him being a white supremacist himself, correct? Well, it's not about the evidence of him being a white supremacist. See, it's not about the evidence of him being a white supremacist. It's not about that. Why is it not about that? Because there is no evidence, and therefore I can't prove he's a white supremacist, but I can say he's a white supremacist, and so he is a white supremacist. Does any of that answer rub up at all against anything that is true? No, it does not. Let me go through all the errors in that. Okay, and here's the danger of it, because this is a gentleman who is highly accomplished, highly accomplished in his life. He has ascended, I'm sure on merit, to the job of the executive director of the NAACP for the entire country. He is a consequential influencer in our country. Many people listen to him, white and black, as they, I'm sure, probably should based upon his credentials. And so he has the power to lead people. He has the power to bridge gaps. He is charged with being rational at a time when other people are prone to being irrational. Were his words there true? That's the first test. Okay. No, because he said illegal gun. That's not true. Okay. He talked about... um, Kyle Rittenhouse's exoneration to him was offensive because we have too many people who are in jail for crimes they didn't commit or are overcharged. Okay? I don't dispute that. What does that have to do with the Kyle Rittenhouse case? What does that have to do? What does a guy who's wrongfully convicted of, let's say, murder in Boise, Idaho, or Scottsdale, Arizona, or San Fernando, California, what does that have to do, their case have to do with Kyle Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse 
is voted not guilty unanimously by a jury, so those guys should be not guilty? I fail to see the logic. I fail to see the connection. And the reason why I fail to see it is not because I'm blind, but because there is no connection. There is no connection. It's a false narrative. It's a stupid straw man argument. There are people in jail for crimes they didn't commit. Kyle Rittenhouse is voted not guilty. So those people should be out of jail too. Huh? This is an educated person. There's no way Derek Johnson can become the president of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, which I can't believe they haven't changed the name of that yet. How could he be this stupid on this issue? I'll tell you why. Because he's drinking from the same poison well as David Duke and Joy Reid and every racist person in the world. They're drinking from the same well. They're nourished by the same hatred. They are afflicted with the same blindness. He goes on to say that Kyle Rittenhouse put himself in harm's way for property that was not his. Again, back to our baseline test. What is the truth? Is that an illegal activity? Putting yourself in harm's way to protect property that is not yours. That is not a crime. In fact, that is generally an activity that conveys virtue. I'm not saying Kyle Rittenhouse is virtuous. I'm saying his service that he was attempting to do, that any person attempts to do when they put themselves in harm's way to protect something that is not theirs or does not personally affect them, that is a virtuous activity. It is virtuous when a social worker goes into Linden and does it. It is virtuous when a Marine Maxoviak goes into the military and protects kids in Afghanistan and gets blown to bits by a suicide bomber. It is the same mindset. It is a servant's mindset. It is a sacrificial mindset. When you go in and put yourself in harm's way because you feel a compulsion to serve your fellow man. And Derek Johnson, the head of the NAACP, is indicting Kyle Rittenhouse for an activity that if everybody across this country shared that attitude, would we be better off or would we be worse off? You tell me. I don't think it's even debatable we'd be better off if more people adopted the attitude, not of Kyle Rittenhouse, now they're going to go shoot people. No, 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 I hear you, lefty. They're going to go and put their own agenda aside to serve someone else. That is what the chief of the NAACP is decrying. And then, of course, he comes with the white supremacist, and he's walking through the door, and it was opened by the former president. But it wasn't opened by the current president. No, 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 no. It wasn't opened by the president who said, if you got to ask whether you're going to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. It's not opened by that president. Come on, Derek. 
Johnson, please, stop drinking. Stop gorging yourself from the gusher of hatred that all racists drink from every day. Jerome Powell, the head of the Fed, uh, looks like he's going to get another term as head of the Fed. Uh, I don't think he's done a great job, but I like him being renominated by Joe Biden uh, ahead of the leftist that AOC wanted. I don't, I don't even know much about the woman AOC wanted, but I know if AOC wants her, I don't. And we'll talk with Josh Pick, our friend from Aptus Wealth Management, about Jerome Powell's reappointment by the Biden administration this morning. When Josh Pick joins us for Money Monday at 1230, as he does every Monday, the suspect, I'm going to call him a suspect, not a person of interest. Let me me just say, a lot of people on the right, on the right, they're not immune to trafficking in this same hatred that burns the furnace hot on the left. I'm hearing all this, whoa, why won't they release this guy's name? And And you know what? I... Last night was like going down that same road. And then I thought, it's good that we're not, that we cannot go where the left goes. I always say, don't become what you hate. Don't fight with the weapons they fight with. Fight with truth. Fight with restraint. Fight with perspective. You can be bold. I'm not asking you to be a wimp. I'm not asking you to shirk from the argument. I'm asking you to state the truth. But do it tempered with compassion and kindness, still can be resolute, still can be bold, still can be forceful. In fact, sometimes it has to be. But it's not going to hurt anything if we wait a day to find out what is this person's background. He has a long criminal record. That is pretty apparent. Daryl E. Brooks, criminal history dating back to 1999, numerous violent felonies. He drove his car into a parade uh, so we're getting right away, we got the, uh, well, maybe he was fleeing another incident. Well, maybe he was. Maybe he is impaired. Maybe he's in, maybe he was impaired. Maybe he was wounded. I don't know. We can wait to find out, okay? What we saw looks terrible. A person willfully driving a vehicle, that's how it appeared, over kids, grandmothers, old people, parade participants. We got plenty of time to find out. If his social media extols this cause or that cause or whatever. But I would encourage you and me because I I fight the same fight. I got this platform and I pray every day that I use this platform judiciously and that I'm doing good things, productive things. I'm clearly passionate about what I do. That I hope comes across to you. But I don't want to, as I said when I got this show, what do you want it to be? My first answer for the first six months was, I don't know, but I know what I don't want it to be. A two-hour gripe session every day. I want it to be helpful. Now, I think equipping people to have conversations, they may get loud, they may get passionate, they may involve a pound of the table or two. That's my style. It's not my wife's. Maybe not yours. But I will resolutely defend the truth all the time because nothing good comes from lies. Nothing, okay? Truth can hurt, but it can also, and it's the only thing I think that can, heal. And so on Derek Brooks, 
I don't need to know right now what causes he supports. Because really, I, I realized this this morning, I don't care. It's not relevant. Oh, you might think it's relevant because, hey, we'll hit back at them because they hit back at us. Oh, yeah. And good. And, and you know who's happy with that? The forces of evil in the world are happy with that because they don't care who does the hating. They just want the hating to get done. They don't care whether the cannonballs of hatred come from the left side of the battle line or the right side of the battle line because out here where the battle is, there's just more ammo and more explosions and more carnage and more damage. So you can try to talk somebody out of being a supporter of this organization or that organization or this party or that party, but until you get to the place that you have to get people to be reasonable and listen and engage on truth, you have no way of curing the common malady that people on both sides of the aisle who wage the war are powered by, and that's hatred, suspicion, lack of respect for each other, all those things. So I'll wait to find out everything about this guy. All I know is I saw him on tape run people down and kill them. Your time right now in the short term is best served praying for the people who are injured and praying for our country that we won't go where I know people are going to go. Oh, he's this, he's that, so that means this. So if you're like him, then you think this. So you drive your car into a parade. I see the tweets. Oh, why didn't he wait for a Trump parade? That doesn't help. That doesn't help. And I would say the same thing if that were somebody on the right tweeting that. Okay? The Rittenhouse case. The Rittenhouse case. Do we ever need a clearer demonstration of the fact that hatred and lies take over where they have no place than in the Rittenhouse case? Kyle Rittenhouse, what's the takeaway from this? On the right, ah, he's an angel, a deliverer, <laughs> scrubbing graffiti. You know, I, I've scrubbed things off walls before. I never needed an AR-15 to do it. Now, I know he went into a dangerous environment, and it was prudent that he had that gun, because if he didn't have that gun, he'd have been dead that night or severely maimed. The people he shot were not black. But he's a white supremacist because he shot... I'm still trying to figure this out. He's a white supremacist because he shot a white guy yelling the N-word. He's a bad guy... Because he killed someone trying to take his gun who had repeatedly raped children. See, you wouldn't make that case if you cared anything about truth. I'm not saying that because a guy raped children, he should have been gunned down in the street. I'm saying because a guy raped children and he was out in the street and he was engaging in more violence and had made an array of bad life choices, and an array of bad life choices in the moment, something bad happened to him. And if you engage in repeatedly bad life choice after repeatedly bad life choice, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, eventually something bad will happen to you, like it did to Gabe Grosskreutz, like it did to Rosenbaum, like it did to Jump Kick Man, and all the others. And Kyle Rittenhouse is not guilty but he's not spared. Think this kid's not going to have PTSD and nightmares? Think his life's a bowl of cherries now and all this? 
No way. No way. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.